0: Today's episode of M-Vibe Live Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm
1: to get started celebrating the seasons you're in and it translates to what you keep in your home. So a lot of times we're pulled to keep old things thinking, well, maybe if I go back to work or maybe if I go get back to this old lifestyle that I used to have, or when I find this Perfect dream scenario. I'm going to hang on to these things because then I will need them. And it takes away the joy. And again, to the what you all speak about, it takes the joy from the current moment. So yes. what we really try to focus on with our clients is what are your goals and dreams today and what supports that?
0: Welcome to InVibe Life Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you're joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E. L-I-F-E dot com. We're grateful that you're here. Welcome to In Vibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. And today we have a special guest, Christina Lee from Graceful Spaces. Thank you for joining us.
1: Oh my gosh, it's my pleasure. Thank you guys for what you put out and all the joy and excitement and energy you guys put out.
0: Oh,
2: well, you have inspired us because something Cheryl and I love besides believing in an organized space, but it's also your story and the story of friends finding a joint passion and starting a business together out of that resonates with us. And so we want to hear about you and Rebecca and how Graceful Spaces Organizing
1: came about. Yeah, well it's um it's pretty a it's a very simple story, but I think it's really powerful. And I was sharing with you guys a little bit that even looking back um for ourselves, it's inspiring to us to see what can be created out of so little. Um so It started because I was with a group of entrepreneurs on a trip and they said, you need to start an organizing business and just based on your lifestyle and who you are. And I I said, no, I've owned my own business and I will not do that with young kids. Um, And I came back (laughs) home and Rebecca and I had only recently met. She had moved from Manhattan, 900 square feet with four family of four, and she had left Chanel corporate. And so it was a very different lifestyle for her. And so she and I were having a play date and I was chuckling to her and saying, isn't that nuts? And she goes, you won't believe this, but I've been praying and I've been journaling and organizing is the word that keeps showing up in my life. And I want to do this with you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, um, maybe we will. And so the conversation just started rolling. And what I find inspiring is that looking back, we only had three days a week with three of the kids, three of our four kids were in preschool and they were going nine to one, three days a week. That's the time we had to start a business. And um, I think looking back, it's like, that's not enough time. If you were to really think about, should I do this? Should I make investments? It's not enough time, but we made it work. And I was just thinking and uh, mulling over this you know this podcast upcoming and laughing because we just have their like little tiny faces in between all these baskets driving around and they just you know did all these errands with us and similar to what your story is, is we went through life together and we shared so much and um and, and just encouraged each other along the way and the motto now at Graceful Spaces is, is no you're the best because um Aww. we would be on the phone and we'd be going really loved how you did this today. No I really thought and my husband he goes, You're the best, you're the best. Hang up the phone and be done. <laughs> so, um, similar to you guys, it, it was How more than just starting a business, it was sharing life and encouragement. How long ago did you start? Five years ago.
2: Five years.
1: Okay. Five years. Ago,
0: guys, yeah, coming up in, in Five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, y'all are doing very good things. So, tell our audience a little bit about what Graceful Spaces is and all the things that you guys offer because it's not just organizing.
1: We are different than a traditional organizer. We aren't session-based. We're a larger team focused on larger home transformation. So we found a long time ago that doing a space is really beneficial and never something to shy away from, but where we saw the true benefit and sustainability came from multiple spaces together. A lot of spaces bleed together, such as the kitchen, pantry, laundry. You use them interchangeably. Master closet, master bathroom, master suite, or um, primary suite now. Kids' closet, bathroom, playrooms. If you don't organize them as a a group, you may find that it's not sustainable. So that kind of prompted us to start doing the larger team mentality. We find a lot of times moving is that time that people have to really use their space efficiently, but it's also the time that's most chaotic and it's where we can serve the most and get everybody back to life as quickly as possible and help people understand how to use their home our, our skill set is seeing a home and seeing every little bit um and that's not everyone's skill So we enjoy being able to help use every square inch no matter how big the home is um, and then out of that we started developing what we call building luxury where we've started stepping in with our clients alongside of their architects their interior designers and, and starting being a part of the early on plans looking at um, just different drawings drawing for them pantries cabinets Extra shelving space because what we found is that uh, it would be so much of an investment into these beautiful designs, but then go to put a plate in, and a, a plate is you need a twelve-inch shelf for a standard <laughs> plate, and these shelves would be ten inches, or they would spend thousands of dollars on a master renovation, and there would only be room for thirty pairs of shoes when they had forty or fifty or maybe a hundred pairs of shoes, and so we come at it from a different prospect or different perspective, and that what do you own? What are the things you have? And let's build around that. So that's one of the services that we're excited to start offering. And then we also have our our, um, virtual course where we kind of guide everybody step by step on how we, how we organize. Where would you start?
2: So if someone's listening to this now thinking, oh my gosh, that all sounds wonderful, but I'm not building a beautiful new home and my home's a mess and I'm in that tight cramped space, but I'm inspired to start somewhere. Where would you suggest someone start?
1: We always say the kitchen, pantry, or laundry. They're unemotional. They affect the whole family, and they're relatively easy. Uh, The easiest one being the laundry room. Um, But the biggest piece of advice that I could give someone is to say that when you choose a space, stick with that space, meaning you need to understand from start to finish how you're going to use it and then finish it well all the way down to the label. So you know, it's very easy today to see those reels, and people literally snap their fingers, and it becomes... Organized, right? Or they start yeah. with product, and they start arranging product, and all of a sudden, everything magically fits into the product. But that is not reality at all. Um, so the biggest piece of advice that I could give someone would be to say, start with your goals. Pick one space, and what are your goals for that space? And even in a laundry room, it seems very simple. Well, I do laundry. A lot of times we have old linens, we have um, kids' artwork, we have drop zones, we have household items like. Decide maybe two or three functions in there. So for example, in a laundry room, you're doing laundry, you're keeping your household items and maybe it's your drop zone. That's it. Now remove everything that doesn't fit those goals, categorize everything. So you understand what you've got in there. And if you have categories, like here's all my batteries, here's all my, my, my tools, here's all of my command strips then you can start choosing products and where it goes and understanding. So it's really an important step that a lot of people miss before they start buying products. And then after you buy product, you got to label it because that's that magical step that gets the whole family on the same page. And my husband always says, like, you, you're literally disobeying the label. You can't put batteries in the bin that says towels or that says sponges. And so, um, you know, I think that's a really important step that, take, that takes some extra time. And, and that's another, like, piece of advice is that it could take two to three days just to do a laundry room because you've got to pull it all out, think about it, step away from it, buy the product, label it. So just give yourself that time because then it stays and you get to enjoy the sustainability from it. Do well, it that's once.
2: where the grace comes in, right? <laughs> yes. Grace. Yeah,
1: over and over and over. It's so true. We talk about that a lot in our course and just that grace. Um, but I love the course because we kind of guide step by step and have a lot of encouragement. Just that say, no, you're the best mentality is so important when you're like digging everything out and it's like defeating and you just see this big mess. I say all the time, like who made this mess and who's going to clean it up? <laughs> Um, it gets worse before it gets better so it's really nice to have that encouragement and we designed the course so you could pause it come back to it watch it again there's workbooks there's lots of um pictures or lots of inspiration and and quotes to keep you going Um, but just also that you know like you have a true friend when someone says no it's going to take a little bit of time stick with it um so that's where we kind of came at it with the course
0: that's really good to hear because I often get super motivated and get about a third of the way through, and then, like, it's hmm, not going so well. I'm not really good at this. Let's go to another room. Put back in. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So that office continues to just look like that drop space, is what I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I was thinking you guys had such a motivation and it's so timely. Um, I just moved to Charleston. We're expanding graceful spaces out here. And, um, you know, you guys kind of talk about finding joy in the middle of chaos and and balance. And I, the team was kind of chuckling when we we were viewing some of the topics that you all have. And they started laughing because when you're moving, there is no balance, right? It is all chaos, no matter how organized you are. And um, I loved what you guys were putting out as a reminder that, Whether you're moving and unpacking a whole home or you're doing a small space, finding the joy in that and, you know, just kind of seeking the little areas of gratitude and and grace for yourself and um, stepping away, not trying to get it all done. You know, uh, especially for type A people, we're very task oriented and we don't feel settled until everything's crossed off that list. And the reality that you just can never cross off your list, um, but you can seek and find joy. You can step away. You can You know, manifest that and create that for yourself. So I really appreciated and thought how timely it was for me. I love it. We we can truly believe
0: that. And it It, just the cleaning out the space cleans out the energy to where then you have this internal energy to do what you need to do and focus on what you need or learn what you need to learn. You're
2: allowed, I, I think people don't realize that even stuff takes your energy or it takes your attention to have and maintain that stuff. And then particularly if that stuff is cluttered and unorganized, it's draining to your emotional body and energetic body. And when you come in and it's really, you're living with intentionality is what you're doing. Even your space is intentional. Your stuff is intentional. And that doesn't mean stuff is bad. I mean, I love a lot of my stuff. I'm looking at a whole bunch of, beautiful glass in my office right now that all belong to my mother It's mm-hmm. extremely important to me so there's a
1: difference between organization and minimalism and all have their place and are they they resonate with different people and that's something that you know we found and um i like to get a wrap as an organizer we're gonna make get rid of everything and what we as a company focus on is Celebrating where you are today, fearless mamas had a big impact on keeping us motivated as we got going. And I believe played a big role in the foundation of preparing our hearts for this business. And one of the things that they just talked about so much was celebrating the seasons you're in and it translates to what you keep in your home. So a lot of times we're pulled to keep old things thinking, well, maybe if I go back to work or maybe if I go get back to this old lifestyle that I used to have, or when I find this perfect dream scenario. I'm going to hang on to these things because then I will need them. And it takes away the joy. And again, to the, what you all speak about, it takes the joy from the current moment. So what we really try to focus on with our clients is what are your goals and dreams today and what supports that. But then, you know, there are spaces for, um, those memories and the things. So, uh, we, we offer tips like, um, keeping a memory bin for every, family member. Um, you have a bin, you choose however big it is, but there, the point is there's a boundary. Um, so you oh, can only have so much. Oops. Um, and then, <laughs> um, then,
0: then also bins. <laughs> what is that my oldest kid has a couple bins <laughs> the so more kids you have the less bins they are. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, you know, so, and then also a dollar amount. So if it is something that you've invested, perhaps you made an investment into a suit that's still in really great condition and you really will return to work one day. Yes. Like let's not afloat everything, but I think a lot of times we keep a lot of knickknacks and a lot of little things. So that dollar threshold can really help determine, um, what you know, what you what you keep and what you know, and the size. Like if it's a big item and it's taking a lot of space that something else could be using, then it's a consideration to let go. So um, it sounds to
2: me like when you work with someone, you're part organizer, part. Therapist.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say Rebecca's a much better therapist than I am. We <laughs> are as different as our hair color. Um, She is. She is just rubbing the back and encouraging. I'm like, we got to go. We got to get things done. Um, So, but yes, there's a lot of emotion with this. And again, like you brought it up, the grace. I, I love it because I see the other end of the freedom. And to your point of like, stuff can weigh you down and and you know keep you from moving forward. I, 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 what I love about organizing is that then it puts you into a position where you can have ongoing routines that maintain your home and maintain your lifestyle. So one of our favorite things that we do in every space is have a donate bin, um, a donate bin in every major space of the home. Um, a lot of times we also have a return to owner, sell uh, then the donate, um, repair, things like that. So as you identify items, like after you're organized, then you can identify items that no longer fit your lifestyle, belong in the space, whatever it is. And instead of adding to your mental to do of, ah, oh, I got to remember to go through the kids' clothes or, oh my gosh, I got to go there, Um, I gotta, I gotta make sure I do a spring overhaul. You don't think about that anymore. You immediately take action on the item by putting it into the bin that it belongs to. And then when the bin is full, or you have a monthly or quarterly routine on your calendar, it's a part of what you do every day, like unloading the dishwasher. So um, especially with kids as they outgrow items, things like that, but, it just allows you to clear that mental clutter immediately and not be adding to your plate. There's nothing worse to me than people saying, I have to do a spring overhaul. I have to do a fall refresh again and again and again. That is so emotionally and physically draining. And you're literally doing this big process over and over and over when you could do it once and then make it part of your daily routine. So that's one of the that things we really love. Great about it.
0: advice. You know, I, I just think that's brilliant because everybody thinks that, oh, it's spring cleaning. Let's go through all the kids' drawers. Let's get rid of everything that doesn't fit them anymore. You know, let's, and that does get daunting and overwhelming. But if you keep that little bin, it's like, hey, if you tried that shirt on, and it doesn't fit. Don't put it back in your drawer. Put it over here. Right? And yeah. so The kids can start to get part of the process, too.
1: I enjoy it too, because um, we do seasons. So we do, if you, same thing as things come in. So if you are accepting, or, you know, you purchase something on sale and it's like this awesome deal on a coat or a jacket. It, if your kids are like my kids, you put them in their closet. And they're like, fantastic. It's 90 degrees. And I'm wearing that. they are like, mm. no, that's, skiing, you know? So we put that in the next season bin um, or the next size bin, same thing. So it's not visually in their space. And another thing we haven't talked about yet is the empowerment that you give your family and especially your children. Um, a lot of times it, we can forget why we're doing this. And that's why we say before you start any space, we, you start with goals. And so a lot of times those goals can relate to your family members. And we want our children to be responsible spouses, roommates, friends, and we want them to respect the things that they own. Right. And, and have an an appreciation for that. And I think organization really gives that. Um, And and so that to me is a lot of times a trigger as a goal for clients to say, don't forget, we're doing this for your kids. You're teaching them a giant life lesson and it's not going to happen overnight. So um, that give you, give you one more tip on that. um, I, i We really enjoy a treasure bin for kids or a treasure drawer. Rebecca came up with this. It's brilliant. You drawer bin, whatever it is, but there's one space and all the Chick-fil-A toys, as much as I love Chick-fil-A, all the toys, all the birthday party knickknacks, all the stuff that we deem as maybe straight to the trash, but they deem as a treasure, um, they can put in the drawer. But the, the lesson here is that when the drawer is full, you have to go through and edit. It doesn't fit anymore. So you've got to release some of the things in here. So then they have to go through this activity of setting everything out, determining what they don't need, determining what they want to keep. Um, And it's just that introduction, because if you try to do that with their clothes or their stuffies or something, that can end up in a war. (laughs) But it's a nice introduction to what editing means and living within a boundary.
2: Oh, I love that. Well, I love this because I can say, so I'm a little bit further down the road than you. My kids are college and high school aged. And, you know, one of the things my husband and I realized we have done or fallen into the trap of is in this case alone, we're both hyper-organized and Mm -hmm. like everything to stay very clean and at least the surfaces uncluttered. And it's so natural to us. We do it for them. Yeah, a little bit too much. Sometimes it's
0: easier to do it for. It them is no, it is
2: always easier to yeah. do it for them. Like I can go do that in three minutes, and there's no fight, and it's just over. Yeah, but we're kind of realizing now mistakes we've made.
1: Well, yeah. we all I mean we all can look back and think of a million That's things. Right, you know. <laughs> for yeah. sure, for sure. I I, do, I like that. Um, you know, we've seen kids as young as four, four years old, be able to put away groceries. Um, and. A kids is six, seven can put away laundry. Maybe it's not file folded, but if you, you know. And even so just understanding like, what should they be able to do? So they're probably not going to file fold their t-shirts, but can they get their t-shirt into the proper drawer? Yeah, they can do yeah. that. And there, it's empowering them and teaching them. Um, we're going through summer chores right now and I'm getting a ton of pushback. It's uh, yeah. um, why do I have to do this? You know, and it's that constant conflict. You live here, you're a part of this family and you know, we, we are appreciation for what we own and I mean, ask me it, come August if this is still happening, <laughs> but this week, <laughs> no,
2: I like, know it is, you know, my kid,
0: I'm probably in between, you probably have younger, I have middle, she has the oldest, but it's motivating to be like, you know what, if I get a little bit more organized, they'll help more. They won't come to me saying, mom, what's, what kind of, what food do we have? Well, you put it away. You should probably know.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, That's- a snack station. That is such an awesome. We've kind of been focusing on summer ideas, and one of them is a snack station. Again, that idea of empowerment for your kids. Some people use a drawer in their kitchen. Uh, sometimes it's a section of your pantry. But when you start um, zoning out your your room, so part of what we do, when we're organizing. So you set your goals. Who's going to use it? Why? When? All of that. You start understanding your categories, and as you see your categories, some of your categories can be related to housekeeper, your in-laws, your kids, your husband, um, whether that's like a smoothie station for older kids who are kind of trying to learn to eat healthy, or it's a snack station for kiddos who just, you know, are allowed to have a couple snacks every afternoon or whatever it is. um, You can start incorporating that into your categories. And that's something we talk about in the course. When you're thinking through categories, we give like lists of categories. So you're kind of inspired with some ideas.
2: That is something I've done since the kids were young. We have snack drawers and even a little snack fridge for them. We've had for years and even their friends come in. I have three boys. There's a lot of food that gets eaten in my house, even the friends come <laughs> in and know where to go, you know, where yeah. the snacks are. And that's a good way to clean it out, by the way. Say, yeah, i might four or five kids over. And right. if it's boys, all those snacks will be gone. And you, you, your cleaning's been done.
1: <laughs> it's kind of making me think a friend of ours, um, leads me to two thoughts. One is that a friend of ours was telling us about how she's kind of organizing. She went in and organized her kids' closets. They got rid of everything they don't play with, but then they made a list of everything that they have. So when the kids say, well, I don't know what to do. I have nothing to play with they have this list of 20 things that they have available to play or different games that come out of the items that they have. And I thought that was a really um, a great idea. The same could be applied to like a snack. You can make a list of snacks that someone that they can, these are all the things you can make for yourself. Um, so I thought that was really motivating for us and our home for this summer and what we well, do. And the other thing that does is we recommend, like
2: if you want to bring more of something wonderful into your life, appreciate what you already have of it. And mm-hmm. so that's what you're doing. You're feeling yeah. you're gratitude and appreciation for what you already have there. Let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, I think we all sort of, I think most people, not everyone, but most people like the idea of living in a clean, organized space, whether they're good at it or not, or it comes naturally, they, will, they like the idea of it. But let's talk even more about how it can help you or change you emotionally. Mm-hmm. What can it do to...
0: Yeah, what kind of transformations have you seen with people? I'm sure you see a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's just an indescribable weight that's lifted. Um, Again, I go back to, you know, a lot of times items trigger memories or wishes or desires that aren't reality right now. So I think when you, for example, walk into your closet and you see things that you love and you enjoy and you feel good in you can really uh, start your day off very differently than if you walk in and you see a life that you wish you had, or you used to have, or, you know, something that's not reality. Um, I think that when, you know, whether that's like there's a season in my life that workout clothes were every single day, all day. And, um, you know, having those be front and center in my closet, having them displayed really pretty um, having them easily accessible, having them all fit in great condition, had a different mindset of embracing what I was at, where I'm at today, versus if I'm looking at all these old clothes, and I'm like, well, I'm only doing this for a season. So I'm just going to wear this and I don't care what I look like. Um, I, I think that, you you know, kind of adjusting your space to where you're at today can really be motivating and, and inspiring. I love that.
0: I think that's great. I think that's
1: There's- great. While we talk about not you know like organizing and being sustainable, I think one of the things that we do enjoy is mentioning that you'll you'll readjust based on those season changes. So like whether that's just a season change, like a literal season change, fall to summer to spring, and all that, um or or a lifestyle change of activities you're doing, things like that, but kind of being, aware of those can really help whether that's like, Hey, I'm going to get back into working out. Let's set up a smoothie station or a zone. We like to talk about zones in different areas of the home. They're act, there. Um, areas that make the activities much easier. So you're doing all the steps without running around the kitchen, um, or running around your closet. So just setting up those zones so that you've got it all right there and ready to go can be really helpful too. And when you're and for kids,
0: that's one thing I love about your website. Um, for you guys listening, it's
1: graceful
0: spaces.com.
1: You can do gracefulspaces.com too. You can
0: do gracefulspaces.com. Um, it's very, you guys have very clear writing about the intention behind things and the energy behind it and putting your heart into it. I just, I think it's very beautifully written. Thank you. That you guys are coming from a different space than just somebody coming in to ex- uh, organize your home. Right, yeah. coming in to really kind of change, maybe, or not necessarily change people, but help us be our better selves. Yeah, absolutely.
1: We're all—it is a constant thing. Like it I was sharing with you, like this moving is a reminder to me that we're always flowing. Right, this is never your your home. Never hits the state of perfect organization. Um, even though we would love that. That's good (laughs) (laughs) to (laughs) know. Something's always flowing. Something's always changing. Um, I think what I enjoy about being a professional organizer and having a larger team is we can get you to neutral. We can get every space ready and now you can flow with it. You can adjust your closet for the season. You can create a summer snack drawer in the summer that goes back to a lunch station in the fall. You can manage these small adjustments because it's not this big overhaul that you have to do. So that's one of the reasons that I encourage people To hire a professional organizer is to get you to that really great spot. Um, And also, like we were talking about in the beginning, if you do hire a professional organizer, have them do the hubs together, the spaces that support one another. Master closet, master bathroom, kids playroom, you know, bathroom, all of it, it all bleeds together. So that way you can move forward with those small adjustments.
2: Well, that's what I was going to ask, too. When when should someone hire a professional organizer rather than just trying to tackle it on their own?
1: Guys, I will tell you when you move. <laughs> I've been doing it and I just, it's so much um, when you move for sure, um, is a wonderful time because they can help get you back to normal. I mean, it does take about a month anyway to move and then. To have to, my bathroom and closet are still, you know, I still have those to tackle. So I think having those that teamwork to motivate you and keep moving is really an impactful part. Um, They also can see a space a little differently when you're moving, your mind is distracted. Um, You can have someone else saying, I see extra space here. I see a different way to use this space. Um, So I think that's really important. But anytime, there is never a bad time to do it. Um, I do think that, um, you know, you've got to be a part of the process You've got to be able to give some input on how you use the space, who uses the space, what's your, what you like. We believe that um, form and function do blend together. If you love the way a space looks, you're more likely to keep it up. So having that input as well, so that it matches your aesthetic. that's something that graceful spaces really works hard on is mirroring what, um, what the home looks like. So if it's modern and, and, blacks and you know really cool look we're gonna try to do that if it's very traditional or if it's very coastal we want to match that because um we do believe you're more likely to keep it up when it's love that
0: so you guys are located in Austin and now also in Charleston
1: correct almost Almost. yes so we're in phase one which is get me here uh phase (laughs) two will be for us to start doing services we're gonna do some preview projects here we'll bring the Austin team out and do some preview projects and then um start getting a regular um, group of people here. And so we're excited for that. But that probably won't be for another six months, and six to nine months.
2: And if someone yeah. is interested in using your services, they can find you on your website that we've mentioned and we'll link in the show notes about how long does it take um, to get on your schedule?
1: So we're a boutique service and we offer front to you know, end service when we do it. So we're there to focus on our client to do it right to do it to get it fully done. Um, So that means that we're investing more time in one to two weeks with a client, with a team of six. So our priority list right now is booked out until the fall. So typically it's an eight to 12 week wait, sometimes a little bit longer. So I would say just when you know that life event is coming up or you know you're preparing for something, let us know early. Um, We can usually adjust dates as we know life just shifts and changes, but it's important to be on the list. Um, we also offer services, you know, when you were talking about moving in, a lot of times when you move and you're starting fresh, we have a fresh start service where we can help um, just purchase those items. Like if you are looking to start fresh in your kitchen, for example, with you know the mixer, the bowls, the serving plates, the new silverware. We also um, have part of our team that does that as well, where we can come in and outfit with all of the items that you need for a kitchen, laundry room bathrooms, things like that. We really enjoy that service as well. It's one of my favorites and we do travel. So if there's someone that's interested in a whole home that they're ready to get started, we, we, we always love a good travel project too.
2: Well, and we have uh, so many people moving to Austin. So all you people moving to Austin out there, keep this in mind. Um, and then you have your online course for those people who may not be able to right. book you in time or have you travel? Yeah.
1: And so our online courses come with the organizing 101, which is a lot of this step-by-step of how we organize any space tips and tricks, like the sorting bins we use, the painter's tape to label categories, just that thought process to get it going. That comes with any course. And then we've got kitchen, pantry, laundry, wrapping station. Um, we're building out some in the future for kids spaces and things like that. But, um, you could buy a bundle, get all of them together. But, um, yeah, I really, our heart went into those to be able to share our process.
0: I love it. This has been so informative and Amy and I truly believe in what you do as far as the bigger picture as our, our health, you know, this is a big piece of it. And so it's been an honor for us so to we be have able one to present you yeah. to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, before we wrap up, we like to ask all of our guests, what do you do personally to bring, to make your
1: life more in vibe?
2: Besides organizing, we right. know that.
1: Uh, well, this is the, t- the question that my team laughed at because I'm not the model of balance right now in the middle of a <laughs> major structural damage to our home. And so like four rooms have holes in the floor, which for someone who is just, I want all my things crossed off my list and there's a hole in my floor. Um, I'm no, having to work. Square I-
0: looks fabulous. It does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. It does. Um, thank you. Um, the, it's, it's just, it's, I really love that you asked it because it's a good reminder and a challenge. So for this season with all of this, I have really been enjoying, um, going out of the house and going to the beach, um, seeing all the new experiences around and kind of finding finding little areas of life that are peaceful, whether that's listening to the rain outside. We've gotten a lot of rain listening lately, um, listening to new sounds with a lot of new animals in our new environment, going to the beach and exploring new places. Um, this is super cheesy, but graceful spaces, you, you follow us, you know, we are a little cheesy. Um, do you remember Jim and Pam and their wedding. And they would like take these little screenshots of, of moments that they wanted to remember. I, that's the exercise that I'm trying to perform right now. Just taking moments and saying, Oh, there's the kids laying on the couch in the living room. That's not done. Like those are memories that don't want to keep forever. Like I don't want that reality to stay, but I enjoy that moment of we're moving in. It's chaotic. So that's I what I'm trying that. to in addition to yoga just, yeah I really um I yoga helps it. me a ton
2: uh, I think you sell your yourself short you're <laughs> you're living in vibe out there <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's an ever-changing process right and I really appreciate what you guys do especially like I said for type a so just it's very easy for us to get caught into that list and to want everything to be exactly in its place and you're out there putting such good reminders that there's so much to enjoy in the process along the way. And, you know, that's, that's what it's about, not the end result. So. Well,
2: it's coming from two type A's yes. or re- recovering type A's. Let's put it that right. way.
1: Exactly. So. You guys are wonderful. Thank you for what you do. Yeah. And for Thank you us. so
2: much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And so anybody that's listening, if you found that this episode really helped you, please share it with your friends and go ahead, subscribe, like what you've seen it really helps get the message out there to help everybody else live in vibe and it draws our audience to graceful spaces and helps us all, you know, increase health and wellness in our lives. So thank you again, Christina. From thank Grace. It's my pleasure. For being with us and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Vibe Live Conversations. For more information and to join our community, be sure to check out our website at invidelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.